Big Fluff. She's been building something. We thought it was some sort of black hole. But it appears to consume more than just light and matter. We don't know exactly what it is. We don't know what it's for. But we can all feel it. You've been feeling it too, haven't you? Something is off. Your clothes never wear as well the next day. Your hair never falls in quite the same way. Even your coffee tastes wrong. Our institutions are crumbling. Nobody trusts their neighbor anymore. And you stay up at night wondering to yourself, how can we get back? This is the Alphaverse mission to take us back to how it's supposed to be. But that begins with finding the one who can stand up to Jobu's perverse shroud of chaos. You think it's me? Why else will we risk everything to get you out of here? It's Chris from Bulgur Soup. You guys are crazy. Again, I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And with me, as always, Lars Periwinkle. How's it going? It's going great. It's Love going it. great because this is a good podcast. With interesting people. We're two interesting dudes. Yeah, we're interesting dudes. We're interesting people. That is a tagline that you came up with on last week's show because we realized it was out there. It was up for grabs. No one took it. No, no one, one took, took it. it. Just like when I told everyone I was Banksy. No one else said they were. I yeah. said I was. Yeah. I mean, it, there's so many bits over the years that we've done. We've been doing this podcast for 14 years. Uh, well, you know, and we're, we're humble guys. I don't, we don't like to brag too much, but we've done a lot of innovative stuff. The Mad Libs, the Hobo Madness Tournament. Christ, all, Christ almighty. <laughs> for 14 years. I know, right? We're so old. But but here's the thing. This is why I say this, because, again, this is not this is not to brag, but it's just to say there's been a lot of versions of this show over the years. You and I are pretty much have been the same. But the show, the format has been in. You flux. know, what? I'm going to I need to go ahead and disagree with you there, Mr. Murphy, because I think we have grown so much yeah. as to humans on Earth. It's like um, if you heard those early episodes, which you can't because we deleted them from existence. Yes, they um, burned. We, we deleted them from the internet and then we took the hard drive they were on and we burned it. Yes, yes, <laughs> we burned it and then we shoveled that over with dirt and yeah. then we salted the earth. Yeah. Because like we like it's um it, they first of all not very entertaining. Second of all, like we, we were we were crass individuals. You're going for shock value. We weren't yeah. we weren't enlightened. We we were stupid and we were just anyways, we've grown as humans is my point. We yeah. are not the same. We I'm, and no nor should anyone be the same for their entire lives. No, that's a good point. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, it would be kind of sad if we were exactly the same as we were 14 years ago. Plus we're both married now. We're older. Uh, you know, I touched that. a boob. <laughs> you touched one boob on your wedding. I did. I did since the show started. Yeah, yeah. I got one. Yeah. <laughs> Julia was like, all right, look, we're married now. You can pick one, but it's only one. Yep. Yep. I, I chose wisely. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's congrats. If I, if I haven't said that enough, congrats on that. That's oh, not thanks nothing. so much, bro. That's not nothing. Hey. But look, <laughs> all of this to say. I know we just said it, but I'm going to play this clip again. This is from last week's show. This was at the very beginning. Uh, I introduced you. And then you just, out of your beautiful brain, this is what spouted. And I love it mm. so much. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the good podcast with two interesting people. I like that. Does anyone use that? Is that up for grabs? The good podcast with two interesting people. It's got to be up for grabs. Those yeah. are the fools. They left it on the table. Okay, so that was last week. And uh -huh. then, uh, you know, we, we talk about it too. We're on a podcast network, Peak Sloth Podcast Network. There's a lot of great shows 
on this network. One so of the many shows- good shows on the Peak Sloth Network, and you're and you're our fearless leader. You're the boss. You're the head honcho. You're the guy in charge. <laughs> well, thank you. And as that responsibility of being in charge of the network, I do try to listen to all the other shows. And hmm. uh, there's an, a new show. There are a new podcast on the network called We Have to Ask. It's hosted by two people that you and I have known for some time now. Uh, Marty McGuire and Jonathan Monroe. They I re- know those guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know Jonathan from Trivia. I know Marty from Improv. Uh, they launched our a listener, podcast. Our, our faithful listeners will know them for from our um, uh, Mabel Memorial Hobo Madness tournament of... Ch- I don't know what it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. But that thing. Yes. And so they have a podcast new to the network. Uh, it's a very exciting podcast. But I was listening to it. And this came out after our show last week. This is their most recent episode. And tell me Ooh. if something stands out to you about this clip from their show. Okay. I can't wait. Okay. We're the good podcast with the two interesting dudes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, are we, we're using that. Are we? Oh yeah. I think it's a good, I think it's a good one. I don't think anyone has ever mentioned that before. Yeah. It's not um, a familiar phrase. So I can't think of any place that I, I would have heard that. So we're the good podcast um, with the two interesting dudes. Yeah. I noticed some similarities straight away, Joel. Yeah, I mean, I feel like any court in the land would uh, immediately flag that. They changed one word, so I give them credit on that. <laughs> they changed they people did. to dudes. Yeah, yes, indeed. They, um, uh, they chose to gender the phrase, which I guess, uh, I don't know, if we were Disney, their asses would be in a sling. Oh my god. I don't, we didn't have time to talk about it on this show, but like... There was a recent story that there was this film called The People's Joker that uh, was at the Toronto Film Festival, I believe. But it was clearly a parody film of like the Joker films made uh, by a trans woman. And it, you know, completely harmless, very, you know, compared to anything Warner is doing, low budget, clearly parody like it's. You know, the Joker in that is walking down the steps like Joaquin Phoenix did. There's like Ah. references to Catwoman's hello there from Batman Returns. They Ah. got a cease and desist from Warner Discovery, which I think is a mistake. But like that, those lawyers descended upon them. If we had those kind of lawyers, uh, you wouldn't be hearing we have to ask anymore. I I can confidently say we would. Oh, man, we would take both those pennies from those gentlemen. Yeah, no, for sure. They'd be done in this town. <laughs> done. Know. Done. You know, you, they would have a disappointed listener for sure. <laughs> but that's not the kind of people we are. And look, not only are we not suing them, they're staying on the network. Nothing's going to happen. We're, of you course know. they are. It's all, it's all fair play here. We're all sharing shit. We, 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 have, we have socialist tendencies here. It's all in a pot. It's all for grabs. Do what's best for you. We totally get it. We all, I've totally blown smoke before. Yeah. And so that's why you and I did what we do. And we said, look, if, if, the, new, if the new dog in town wants to come after the big dogs, that's fine. You want to take this catchphrase that Lars came up with. Okay. We're going to do something that we always do. Something innovative, something new, something that's never been done before on a podcast and something that I frankly, yeah. they couldn't replicate if they wanted to. Even if they wanted to, like not to say that they aren't talented, but they're kind of the new kids on the block. You need you need a little more experience to do this kind of stuff. Um, and we're, you know, like like he said, we're the we're the big dogs. <laughs> <laughs> So you and I, so since last week's episode, we have been working tirelessly on this new idea, and we are so excited to bring it to you. And here's what it is. We were thinking, what's big right now? What's really popular? What, what has everyone's attention? Multiverses, right? You got Spider-Man, you know, yep. into the Spider-Verse. You got, I mean, Doctor Strange is in a multiverse of madness. That's where he's at. You got- It's a multiverse of madness. It isn't yeah. just a multiverse. It's, it's one a of madness. madness. Yeah. You got everything everywhere all at once, which is the clip at the beginning of the show. That's what that's from. Fantastic movie. Highly recommend it. But the thing is, multiverses, they're, multiverses. they're where it's at right now, right? So we thought, well, what would that look like for us? What if, what if there were other realities, other universes with Lars and with Joel, where they also launched a podcast, but it wasn't Hobo Radio. It was like a different podcast 
It was a different show. It was a different show in which um, we talk about stuff uh, other than like movies and pop culture, because that's kind of, I don't know, a lot of podcasts do that now. Like not all of them do to say that all the podcasts on this network talk about movies and pop culture is inaccurate and unfair. It's reductive. I mean, first of all, there's Stephanie knows some shit with me and Stephanie smart. uh We talk about uh, different stuff on that. There's, you know, uh, uh, the, (laughs) I blanked on the other shows on this network, but you, you guys know them. They're different. He's he's the, he's the guy who runs the network. I know, but it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> potato salad marmalade. That was the one I was trying to think of. It's an oh, that's adorable one, show on yeah. this network. It has a unique name, and I, I blanked on it for a moment. But potato salad marmalade uh, with Sean and Carter, where they it's a father and a son. It's and they do a show together, and it's adorable. So you it's got that. so far, so yeah. far from movies and popular culture. Yeah. But, you know, we thought like since we since we've been doing it since 2008. Uh, what what if what if there was another reality in which we we're, we're not talking about movies and popular culture? We were talking about something else that's kind of in the the um, uh, the ever evergreen zeitgeist, if you will. Yeah. So we built a machine in a week which is impressive when you think about it that allows us to hear shows from other universes and that's when we built it and we we built it with um uh all the hardware we use is in metrics so no one in this country can take it apart yeah that was a big part of the deal is uh we were like we're gonna use the metric system which oh we're definitely well you got a seven eights ain't gonna work which I think added a day or two. I think we couldn't crank this out in like three, four days. But then once once you had to convert to metric, because you can't just do the conversions because they, they're completely different. You know what they're I mean? Com- they're, they're completely different. Yeah. And I know what everyone's thinking. Oh, it's all in 10 millimeter. It is not all in 10 millimeter. We did not use one 10 millimeter hex head in yeah. this entire fucking contraption. Nope. Uh, we did build it into a police box uh, just since we were doing <laughs> metric. It just felt uh-huh. right to use a police box. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we built this machine and look, we built it up enough. Uh, but this is what we're going to do for the rest of the show. We are going to visit this alternate reality where you and I in that reality have a completely different show. And that's what we're going to hear. That's where we go. Activate the machine. We'll see you guys on the other side. You know, they say, feed a cold, starve a fever. But what if you have a cold that's causing you to have a fever? Are you supposed to eat? Are you supposed to not eat? Should you just take cold medicine? Or should you have a a delicious, healthy meal? Boy, do I have good news for you. NyQuil Chicken. Now you can have your cold medicine and feed your cold as well. Tired of your chicken breasts being dry and not tasting like gross, dilapidated mint? Do you wish you would bite into a delicious chicken sandwich and it would taste like a hot fireball inside your mouth? Would you like to have diarrhea? NyQuil Chicken solves all those problems for you. NyQuil Chicken, everybody. All right, welcome back to the Fast and the Foodiest, where we live life a quarter pounder at a time. I am Joel, here with Lars, and we're going to get into it, man. Let's, Let's get into it this segment. There is so much fast food news to break down and i'm so excited to do it with you nom 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 (laughs) oh man i can't believe that nom 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 thing that you started doing last week was ripped off by one of the shows on the network that's crazy yeah that is wild that is wild they ripped it off i saw it on the the side of a building the other day yeah with marty and cookie monster it was weird (laughs) 
It was. It was very weird. Uh, but no, I look, we got to get into it. Uh, and I, as we all know, we've all been uh, seeing in the news. I mean, it's pretty much been the story for uh, the last few weeks is uh, the Queen of England passed away after 70 years uh, in, in power. And, you know, there's been a lot of stories. There's been a lot of angles. Obviously, the funeral happened. A ton to talk about. But for this show, for a fast food show, uh, what I thought was interesting, and I don't know if you heard about this, one of the assets that the Queen owned that is now passing to King Charles, part of the Queen's, part of the Crown Estate, is a McDonald's. So Queen Elizabeth II, um, the Queen is dead. God save the King. Yeah. Um, she owned a McDonald's? Yeah. Yeah. So it is located at the Bonbury Gate Shopping Park in Oxfordshire, uh, which is yeah. about 80 miles from Buckingham Palace. That kind of makes sense because they are Irish. So yeah. she would. They, she probably <laughs> sent in the troops. <laughs> but what I, what I find is, so, and this is a McDonald's, it's open to anyone, anyone who is in England, if you happen to be at the uh, Barnbury Gateway Shopping Park in Oxfordshire, uh, <laughs> you can go there. It's open to the public. It's, it's for anyone. It is, it is a McDonald's. But it's still, this is what I like about this story, is it's still very much the crown's McDonald's. Because apparently they're willing to own a shop they own the whole shopping center by the way but they're willing to own a shopping center but like if they're gonna have a mcdonald's it's got to be classed up a bit right so and again this is real in this mcdonald's they have leather sofas and eames chairs they have eames chairs in mcdonald's in a mcdonald's in england when you first said leather le leather Chairs, I thought maybe they were to eat, but that would be <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but Eames, like an Eames chair, that's an American classic. Yeah. Why would an Eames chair be in a, also, I think in like a proper Eames chair could be upwards of like $800 for a cheap one and it's just sitting in a McDonald's. Well, I wonder too, like, do they do like they do here? Is it bolted down? Like, do they, <laughs> they have it? Like, <laughs> Can you just pick it up and walk out of the McDonald's with the chair? Yeah, honestly, I, I hate to be a, pedan a, a pedantic dickhead here, but like an Eames chair is so American. It <laughs> like, is. <laughs> it's uh, the, yeah, the it's design like, is American. It's one of like the the few things that don't carry over from a different country. Eames is American made. I don't know. Is it because it's a McDonald's and a McDonald's is American? I'm putting that together now. Yeah, it probably, you know what it is? It's probably like the Queen's version of, you know how they have those right, retro right. McDonald's here? You know, you can go right. to the one with like the old timey pictures of what yeah. it looked like. So that's like their version of like, well, it's they're not going to make it look like the McDonald's looked in America when they were made, but right. they're going to find the classiest American furniture from that time period. <laughs> And put it into the right. McDonald's. This isn't, yeah, this isn't rock and roll McDonald's. <laughs> it, do you think it has a, does it have a ball pit? Is there, I don't know. This wasn't in the story I found, but do you think it has like um, a play, play yeah, pin? I think it's, pro it probably has a ball pit, but it is um, filled with jewels from other countries. <laughs> All the balls came from India. <laughs> yep, they're all they're all Indian sapphires that were <laughs> taken while no one was looking. Yeah, yeah. Boy, I don't know. Boy. I just yeah. I was very amused by this story. That you know, I like to I like to imagine the queen filling in on a shift. Like I like to imagine yeah. <laughs> someone calls out and she had to show up, flip some burgers to to close one night. Yeah, for real. I don't I mean, I don't know what I don't know what folks were expecting, but like this isn't going to be one of those situations where you get a um you get uh, you know, th this new pope we have who has kind of like new ideas on how things should be done. And it's like maybe I'm going to, you know, flip the old things on their head because the Catholic Church uh, needs to evolve into the new era. That's not happening. Charles no. is just like, I'm the fucking king of England. England is the same. It's always been. I'm doing all the traditional shit. 
Yeah, he's not rolling up his sleeves and and managing this McDonald's himself. No, no, he's not going out to wash feet for Christ's sakes. Do you think do you think the royal family eats McDonald's? No, I don't think any of them have ever. Like, no. I believe that Diana and her kids might have had McDonald's at some point. Probably. She, she probably, probably snuck them some McDonald's. But no, I don't yeah, think probably. any I don't think the Queen, I don't think Charles, you know, I don't think any of them have ever okay. I don't even think they know what's in a McDonald's. I don't think they know that they own this McDonald's. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Speaking of Speaking of, there is a um, there's a food on there's a a meal on my list that I've never had before, and I didn't realize I had not had it um, until I heard it described to me because I thought I had always had it. I had not. Um, uh, a London broil. I want to eat one of those things, and I don't think it's going to be that good. Is that a steak? It is a steak and a steak and some bread. Okay. Like I've heard um, the term, but I'm, I guess I'm thinking I've never had it either. Let me, let me look it up because this really, this really did just come to my mind. So I, I want to, um, I want to be a mo- little more specific than that. I don't know no, you, um, I know that, um, you, uh, you're a veggie file now, but you, do you ever have, you know, you know, no judgment or anything, but do you have any cheat days or anything? Or if you're, you're just like, you know, I, I'm a vegetarian, but like, I want some chicken tenders today. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't. I do the um, the beyond, uh, you know, I'll do like the fake meat oh, okay. chicken tender sometimes, which, by the way, uh, while you're looking this up, I'll mention too. if people are in L.A., I'm fascinated by this place and I'm uh, truly fascinated that they haven't. I don't think I think they're small enough that McDonald's hasn't noticed, but there's a place in L.A. I think it's called Mr. Charlie's and they exist as a you know, they're not calling themselves this, but it's very obvious if you go in there that uh, they are a vegan McDonald's. And so you can get they have chicken nuggets, they have the burgers, they have the fries. Uh, they they sell. I think they're called like sad meals or something like they even have the cardboard so this, boxes. This, this particular McDonald's, the entire restaurant is is vegan. Well, it's so they're not they're not affiliated with McDonald's, and I want to make oh, that clear. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, but they're yeah, it's a place called Mister Charlie's, and I've been to it. Uh, Molly and I went to it, and yeah, it's just they're just doing everything that you would expect at a McDonald's, uh, but it's all that's cool. I have yeah. to um uh tell our friend Ethan about that because he he's really into like the, the the fake meat stuff. Yeah, yeah, our buddy Ethan. Which don't worry, uh, Ethan. We know you're listening. We have a we have a story for you, uh, as we always do at the end uh, for Ethan's. Yes. Uh, yeah, li- listen, I got that completely wrong. It wasn't a London broil. It's actually a beef Wellington, is what I was thinking of. I I said London broil and then described a beef Wellington. Um, it is a a steak dish, uh, made out of uh, uh fillet steak clo- uh, coated with pate, wrapped in puff pastry and then baked. Um, I don't know what else to, I, I don't think there's anything to compare it to. So just like, that's what I just, it, it is what I just told you it is, Yeah, <laughs> but it sounds, it sounds delicious to me. And I'm, I'm like, I don't, um, I don't indulge in red meat too often these days when I do, it's for, you know, like, uh, something, you know, really special. I think I'm going to get this particular burger that I really like, or I'm going to throw a steak on the grill. Um, but I, I really would like a um a beef wellington it, it sounds really good and that is one of i think the few contributions that that england has g- given to the culinary world well they do love a savory pastry so that's... oh they love it they yeah. love it it's crazy when you look at like their their old world meals over there it's like you know um they did there's no salt on that island. They no. didn't find the salt. All those places that they were going and taking things from, they never grabbed salt. <laughs> Forgot salt. <laughs> Maybe that's how people get them. That's the trick. It's just like, look, we're not we're not telling them about salt. Like if you're <laughs> <laughs> Look, they said they said that we're one of their colonies now and we're under their rule. We're just gonna go along with it, but everyone shut up about our fucking salt. Yeah, don't tell them about salt. Also, uh, we're just gonna make up dishes that aren't that we don't actually eat. We're just gonna yeah. start. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? I don't. You you may know this. Um, not to put you on the spot, but do you know what the national dish of the United Kingdom is? 
Oh, man. I All that's running through my head is jokes. So, <laughs> Right, right. Uh, and all the jokes you could, could come up with are actually not as funny as the real answer, considering um, their current state in the in the European Union. <laughs> uh, no, please tell me. I don't know what it is. It's curry. It's curry. Their national <laughs> dish is curry. I mean, it's kind of perfect, honestly. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, we're going to leave the European Union because we're tired of these foreigners in our country. Um, also, curry yeah. is our favorite thing to eat. It used to be potatoes when they were uh, hoarding them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Enough about England. But I am. So, I have another story about McDonald's. I don't know why we're talking about McDonald's so much this week. But uh, there's a lot of news coming out. Uh, have you like so there is this is a rumor. We don't normally like to deal in rumors on the show. We like to deal in hmm. fact. We're, fast fact, food we're a fact. factual, factual yeah. podcast that talks about food. Yeah. But I did I saw this and I, I think I was just fascinated to see that there was nostalgia for this. I'm not surprised because I think there's nostalgia for everything. <laughs> this we've become a very nostalgic uh society. Yes. Uh yep. but it was a it was actually a site called Nightmare Nostalgia. They are reporting that McDonald's is going to be re-releasing and I'm curious if you remember these cuz I do remember these from when I was when we were kids like the uh Happy Meal Halloween buckets. So the Oh man. Yeah. So they were the they were introduced in 1986. There were three originally. There was the McPunkin the McBoo and the McGoblin. And if you haven't seen these, if you don't, if you're not familiar, they were literally just instead of the normal Happy Meal cardboard, whatever, it would be a, a plastic like pail with a handle that you could carry. And I think the idea, if I remember correctly, was you would get it, you'd go to McDonald's, you get your Happy Meal, they give you the thing, and then you're supposed to take that trick or treating. And that would be the bucket that they would fill with candy. It wasn't very big. If you were an older kid and you wanted like a pillowcase or whatever, you know, like it's not going to make you happy. But like it was a little if you're a young kid, you could fit like a young kid's share of candy in one of those plastic buckets. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember when they were all over the place. I had forgotten about them for 30 years until you said that word right now. <laughs> well, that's I think that's exactly why I was, like I said, fascinated by it because, yeah, I had the same thing where I was like, they should. And the article I read had the photo and I immediately saw the photo and I remembered. Uh, yeah, 100 percent. I remember we had them in my house. Like, I think mm -hmm. we did have candy in them. No, totally. But, and I don't know what I don't know what happened to them in your house um, after you were done using them. But um, mine were in the garage on the tool bench collecting errant screws and nuts and bolts that actually sounds probably right or right? like probably had i maybe one had like some pencils and pens or something you know some <laughs> markers in it but yeah they were definitely uh not filled with candy yeah uh, yeah i think one of them was green one of them was purple one of them was orange also yeah. let's give it up um to the the pr team for coming up with those super creative names yeah, it definitely doesn't feel like they wanted to go to lunch to have maybe some curry from England and uh, McBoo, <laughs> McBoo. I do think McBoo's the worst one for <laughs> somehow because it's like pumpkin. And I also I don't know if you could tell my emphasis, but it's spelled P-U-N-K apostrophe N. Oh, pumpkin, pumpkin, and McGoblin. Because mm. yeah, there that was the green one that he. I guess he was a goblin. Which is interesting, too. Sure. I mean, this is like a tangent, but I feel like goblins, they they got phased out of Halloween. You don't really hear about goblins. You know, you used to be like ghosts and goblins and ghouls. And it's, uh, I don't know, like goblins don't yeah. really feel like they, they have the same kind Not of so much. cachet. I think, it's, I think it's because you really couldn't pin down what a goblin is. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, like, you know what, a, a there are different versions of ghosts, but you know what a ghost is. It's mm -hmm. the spirit of something that used to be living and, and witches and werewolves and Draculas and Frankensteins. You know what those are. But when someone says goblin, like everyone has a different picture in their head. So it was hard to mark it. What's a, and it's funny, too, because, yeah, with the McGoblin... It was green. So, yeah, it could have been a, a Mick, Mick Frankenstein and it could F-R-A-K apostrophe N. A Mick Franken. Uh -huh. 
There's I'm McFranken. <laughs> yeah, they could have done that. Surprised it's not. Yeah, there's they don't have a Dracula. Yeah, McDracula. Yep. yep. Yeah. They probably didn't want to do that because all the people in the drive-thru saying, uh, it's actually McFranken monster. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Frankenstein's my dad. Yeah, that's how they are. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I hope they mix it up. I hope if they're doing this that, um, and uh, so here's the funny thing though, too. I can't, I can't talk too much uh, like and again i i'm not judging people if they're into this but i'm curious if you have anything that's like this because i i will say that the one halloween thing and i think you already know this uh and our listeners probably know we probably talked about this before but uh, the one thing that i get nostalgic for and i still buy because they they tend to pop up is uh the the uh, the cereals the like um frankenberry uh booberry mm-hmm. and count chocula mm-hmm. like when those show up I get one mm-hmm. box of each of them. I eat them and then I feel sick and then I'm good for another year <laughs> until I forget yes. Yes, that, I shouldn't, that I'm too yep, old to, to be eating There's, sugar cereal. There is. Yeah. Oh, totally. Totally. I regret it every single time. Yeah. Um, but I'm also thankful. There's one more, though. Fruit. Brew. There's actually a fourth. Fruit brute. That's what yeah. it is. That's an orange werewolf one, right? Yeah, but I, I don't remember. Like, do you remember that one from being kids? Like, I, I know that it exists, and I know they sell it now, but mm, I don't tend to buy yeah. it because I never had it when I was young. Me either. I think, I think they've tried really hard to implant that memory in us that that existed. It's back a Mandela. Then, I don't think it did. It's a Mandela. Yeah, effect. I think it, like they're, they're, yeah, they're trying to Mandela us. <laughs> They just, they realize it's cheaper to make fruit cereal for some reason. Mm. And they really want that to, or they have a surplus. That's what it is. They had a surplus of fruit cereal and they were like, I mean, maybe it looks like a werewolf, I guess. Like, and they just were like, we can sell this. (laughs) I think we're leaving money on the table here, you guys. There, there's, there's no werewolves. We didn't do the werewolves. Uh, but to be clear, uh, just in case anyone was wondering, uh, Fruit Brute does have nards. I want that known. <laughs> God, God, don't. Hey, don't be like those other podcasts. Just talking oh, about yeah. Movies, sorry. We sorry. Don't do we really we don't do that here. You know what? I broke our, our cardinal rule. We don't we don't do pop culture references on this show. And I'm sorry. We, we, we do not. Although, as we were talking about that, I don't know. I know we're on we're on different coasts um, of America. So I don't know if you felt this. It just got really spooky over here. It did. I felt like a chill on the back of my neck. You did know? you get that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was weird. I didn't know. I didn't know you could feel a chill in Southern California, but yeah, it got a little, a little spooky. I think yeah, it got a little spooky in here. It was weird. It's like when it's like 65 degrees here. I was like, do I need to put a sweater on? <laughs> you, you, you people are such jerks. <laughs> uh, I am curious though. Like, is there anything... Are there any like Happy Meal toys or anything like that that you would be nostalgic for? Is there anything that would you'd be excited if they brought back? Um, not not really excited for. There are ones that I definitely remember. I remember the toys from um, from Batman Returns. I remember when they did a um, a series of toys in the Happy Meal that was a crossover between the um, Warner Brothers characters. Um, uh, not, not, sorry, the Mary Melodies characters, the tunes yeah. and, um, and DC superheroes. So like you could put a Superman outfit on Bugs Bunny and like, I think you put a Batman outfit those. on Daffy Duck. Yeah yeah. 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 It's not so much nostalgia. It was just like, I remember that thing and I remember having fun with it. Um, what, <clears throat> what I get nostalgic for is like collectors, uh, collectors cups. Yeah. And I think just because they have. A utility as well. I re I, I I've actually this will surprise no one, um, but only because I love food. I just love food and collectibles. I um I have a, a kind of a small to moderate collection of um vintage Burger King Star Wars cups because I like food yeah. and nostalgic yeah. utilitarian glasses. 
Well, you know, it's interesting that you bring that up because I remember the glasses like when you could actually get because they're pint glasses, right? Like they're real. They're not plastic. They were there were there were pint glasses and um, further back in time, like the ones I'm collecting were actually just like uh, cylindratic um, uh, drinking glasses. But that's, but they're not plastic. They're glass. N- they are glass for sure. Because yeah. I, I, I accidentally broke one and had to go on eBay and replace it. <laughs> no, because I I'm with you that like I. I love that stuff. The, you know, those glasses, because now they'll do stuff. It'll be like, well, whatever we're promoting, they'll, they'll be a thing, but it's just a plastic cup. And you're like, I'm not going to keep a plastic cup in my house. But there was a time when you could get glasses and that's like our juice glasses yeah. or whatever that we had. Because I never drank water as a child, but like whatever, uh, you know, like Kool-Aid or whatever. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't yeah. think I had a sip of water until I was in college. Yeah, and I was like, this is pretty good. We should have kept this in our house. I don't know. I don't know why we never had this. It's nice. I feel better now. (laughs) Did you know this stuff that you pour into the powdered Kool-Aid and stir? You can just drink it on its own. You know, it's crazy. I feel hydrated. I don't don't have the shakes anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But no, I remember all those different glasses. Do you remember these? And I, I, I forgive me. I can't. I know they were a promotion tied to a food. But I actually can't remember if they were from like a, a fast food, like Happy Meal type of toy or if it was like a cereal box that you mailed in. But the other thing that we had in our house were those Garfield. They were glass. I want to say call yeah, them glass yeah. coffee yep, cups. I got you. Yeah. Where, yep, how did you yep, get those? Yep. We had a we had a ton of them and I don't remember where the fuck those came from. I yeah. will tell you, we had a bunch of um, Garfield and Peanuts um glasses that that were smucker's jars so you got um you got smucker's jelly in them, and was... then when you were done you could wash them out but no you're absolutely right because yeah. the things you're thinking of have handles on them yes yeah they and were little... i don't know where yeah. the fuck they came from but everybody has them right and that's what I, like i i've thought about those recently because yeah we had a cupboard full of them they must have been cheap and easy to get however you got them and i want to say it was like a happy meal thing or something i must have been a promotion and that must have been how we were getting them yeah but- and listen for for um for listeners who don't know what we're talking about these are glasses that were um they would roughly contain probably like eight ounces of liquid they were pretty yeah. small yes but they were they, you always had like a dozen of them and they yeah. had handles on them and um, those handles were not insulated no. from the cup, so you couldn't put a hot drink in there and then just pick it up and drink it, you know, like a mug. Yeah, um, which is what we and- would use them for because we had pint glasses, so they were like our our hot cocoa. And again, to be clear, that was 100% a, of the time, a, and they were useless. A powdered hot cocoa, obviously. Yeah, that you oh, poured yeah. Hot oh water yeah, this into. was like a this was like a Swiss Miss. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they were like our Swiss Miss cups. But yeah, you, you're exactly right. You couldn't hold them because they would just burn your hand. Uh, absolutely useless yeah. for, for being a mug, even though that's clearly what they were intended to be. And on this on a, around, I wouldn't even say on the side around the entire glass wasn't just like, here's here's Garfield doing different things or here's Odie and Garfield doing different things. It was like a Garfield comic strip. So yeah. you could if you yeah, started on one side, you could yeah. turn it and you read an entire three panel Garfield comic strip that would be in your Sunday paper. Yeah. Yeah, which is, I mean, that's a whole, again, this is not the kind of show, so we don't, we don't really get into pop culture, so we won't talk about no, like Garfield, no. the comic strip, but uh, yeah, they just, they were ludicrous because the rest of the stuff we talked yeah. about came with food. Like, yeah. like to your point, the only plastic cup I would accept was the promotion that Pizza Hut had for Land Before Time, and they had the different plastic cups that you could get that yeah. were different characters of land before time. That was excellent. But the rest of these things, they were glass. And this one in particular, I don't know where it came from. The rest of them came from food. It was smuckers. It was, you know what, you know what, man, I'm, I'm not going to stake my reputation on this, but I think those Garfield glasses came from McDonald's. I, I, I think really they did. think that. I think yeah. they did too, but please, if you know, hit us up like you can, we we're always bad about giving out our phone number, but you can always call the the phone number for the show and, and leave a voicemail if you want, or you can like hit us up on social media or whatever. But please, please, if you remember them, let us know. It's 213-770-7241. You can always hit us up, but yeah, I, I want to know. Yeah, I think yeah, they were McDonald's. And I know, and I know we, yeah. we jump, we jump around as, as far as, you know, the multiverse goes, but we, that phone number always works 
for whatever version of the show this is. I seem to remember what? standing at what the, the register at a McDonald's. What did you just um, say? No, nah, don't worry about it. I just We're standing no, it weird. I, I heard static and my nose started bleeding, so I don't know. That was really weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah did yeah. you hear a high pitch ringing? Yeah, I just heard well, ringing yeah. and my nose bled, and then I saw time, if that makes any sense. And the, But then I was like, oh, Lars is talking, and I didn't catch what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I, I, have, I have the taste of copper in the back of my mouth. It, it goes away after a minute. And I remember standing at the register at McDonald's and looking, looking to the side, and there was like a display case with like these Garfield glasses in it. And I don't know how it got from that display case into my parents' cabinet. But I think that's what happened. I would yeah, really I, like to know, though. That would make sense because McDonald's was definitely so, like after soccer practice or whatever. We hit up McDonald's a yeah. lot when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, and, us as well. Because yeah. I was like, you know, my my parents didn't have a ton of money, but they could afford, you know, they that was the nice, <laughs> nice treat <laughs> was going to McDonald's. But like, it would make sense because we had a lot of them. And, and you're, you're saying you had a lot of them. I think everybody had a lot of them that if, yeah, maybe they would just every time you got a Happy Meal, they were giving you one of these cups, which seems crazy now. Because it would yeah. never give you something of that much value. <laughs> oh fuck no! I don't know what the toys are putting in there now. They, Do you remember what your favorite order was? Like not as a kid, but like as an adolescent, what your order was out of McDonald's? Oh, I always got chicken nuggets. Get the fuck out! You didn't get a burger. No, and I look. I'll tell you why. I didn't get a burger because I didn't like the onions, the little diced onions that they put no on. No shit. The I McDonald's mean, that, that make, if, if you don't like diced onions, you shouldn't get one of those burgers for yeah. sure. But yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. You're a nugget, dude. Yeah, I always got the chicken nuggets. That was, yeah. That's rad. That's rad. What was your favorite dipping sauce for the nuggets? Uh, well, they, I don't think they had honey mustard when we were a kid, but that was like I don't my think favorite, so either, no. Like, when I got older, but I, oh, you know what it was? I know exactly what it was when I was a kid. <laughs> I was a kid. I love this has turned into a podcast of the terrible things our parents allowed us to eat in the 1980s. I'm not kidding you. Uh, I, I often, I, cause I like sweet, <laughs> I like sweet and sour, which is good. But my actual go-to a lot of times was honey. You could get honey as a dipping sauce at McDonald's. Just terrible. Like... That was my favorite. That was my favorite too. I I hardly ever got the nuggets, but when I did, I thought, "Oh my god, honey, what a treat!" Yeah. So you're just dipping fried chicken into sugar. <laughs> no, it's ludicrous to think about <sighs> now. <laughs> uh, but the sweet and sour was also really good too. Uh, and and yeah, it like I said, it was good. It was yeah. good. Uh, and their barbecue but, sauce used to be a lot better than it is now. Yeah, uh, but. Uh, it's funny too. You know what? I I'm weirdly since we're just like in this nostalgic uh, bend at the moment. I I do kind of miss as well. Just as a cultural artifact of the food that we ate as kids, when Pizza Hut was a sit down restaurant, it was a it was a family dinner. At it was a destination. Hut. It was it, and it, and the thing to the point that I was just saying, McDonald's. We could have like after soccer practice, after church, yep. we could hit McDonald's. But Pizza Hut, that was special. <sighs> like that was like you didn't do that all the time, but like mm -mm. everyone said, if our grades were good, <laughs> and our uh -huh. parents wanted to take us out for family dinner, then we could go to a Pizza Hut, and you would go there, and you would sit down, and someone would take your order, and you would get these red cups that they would put your drinks in these like nice oh. red cups the interior is if you're too young to remember this the interior was completely different it had these booths it had a very cozy feel to it now they all look fluorescent and bright but back then it was like a cozy restaurant feel they would bring your pizza on a metal tray set it in the middle i think they might have even cut it for you and i want to even say that sometimes they would serve it to you on your plate. They would like the your waiter might even take uh -huh. a piece and put it on your plate uh -huh. for you. The first one. Oh my god, you are like I don't usually get nostalgia this hard, but yeah. And it wouldn't even be like, all right, get in the car. We're gonna we're going to Pizza Hut. It's like no, like put on something. You're not putting on church clothes, but it's like you can't you can't go to Pizza Hut like that. Yeah, like, you, can't, you can't. If you've been don't, playing, don't, you're wearing shorts. Don't wear yeah. shorts to the Pizza Hut. Yeah, your knees are muddy from playing outside. You got to get cleaned up. You get out of the shorts. Put some nice pants on. Wash up. We're going to Pizza Hut. Yeah, don't embarrass on, us. <laughs> don't embarrass us at the Pizza Hut. 
No, the you other can't. Families, don't embarrass you know, you know why we'll be embarrassed at the Pizza Hut? Because everyone we know is at the Pizza Hut exactly. with us. The other, yeah, every kid in your class is going to see uh-huh. us at the Pizza Hut because it's Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to Pizza Hut. And look, and so, don't. So we, we sit down, we sit down, we place the order, and now um, mom and dad are going to the free salad bar. <laughs> Um, yep. which, which incidentally, the, um, pizza hut used to be the biggest purchaser of kale in the entire <laughs> United States of America. And they used it only for decoration at the salad bar Yeah, and they would go to the salad bar. And at that point you either, they either said, well, you, you got to hang out with your siblings at the table or yes, you may go play the, the table Miss Pac-Man machine, which yep, you could, which was, that was standard issue in, in whatever had to be there. Pizza. You would, yeah. It, it, only Miss Pac-Man, only that version. Yeah. For some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah you want to hear how you want to hear, hear how bougie my, my neighbor Greg was. Greg, I should, I say my neighbor, Greg. Friend of the show, Greg. Yeah, great. His, uh, his, his family was so bougie that they would go to the Pizza Hut most Fridays. Not every oh. Friday, oh. but like most Fridays. No, if we went and... once a month, that was a miracle. Like, we were, <laughs> we were doing it all the time. And, and also, um, uh, before, before, I don't know if it happened before the Pizza Hut or after the Pizza Hut, but he would come home with a rented Nintendo game. What? No. And we would be able to play that Nintendo game for upwards of 36 hours before it had to be returned. I don't I don't think I ever played a rented Nintendo game in my life. I, it better be my <laughs> birthday if I want to play a new Nintendo game. Is it Christmas? Because otherwise. Yes. Yeah, you know what? That's because you didn't live next to a rich kid like I did. Yeah. He was a super bougie rich kid. <laughs> apparently Moneybags Greg. Yeah. Like. <laughs> You know, know, old Greg Rockefeller. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, before we get to another one of our friends from high school, I just I have one more thing that I want to get to before we get to to Ethan's corner. Uh, But uh, there I I don't know if you saw this to go from uh, the our childhood nostalgia to to where we're at now. Uh, have you so I've seen these in L.A. I don't know if you've seen them, but have you seen any of the videos of like the food delivery robots? Oh, I have. Yeah, I saw the one crossing the crime scene. That's exactly actually yeah, yeah, yeah. B- yeah. bidding being lit through the crime scene yeah. by an officer. Yeah. Well, by a reporter. Yes, that was exactly was what it, I was it a reporter. The one I saw was a, was a man in a uniform wearing a badge. No. Okay. So we'll set it up because we're both right. Okay. Actually, technically. Okay. So, okay. Cool. Cool. but yeah, if people haven't seen them and the weird thing is like, I think, and I actually think this story might've happened in LA because in LA I've seen them out in public. I saw them before anyone talked about what they were. And it was insane to me because they're, they're like little white rectangles that are maybe the size of like a mini fridge. You know, like a, about that size, like they're they're small. Yeah, they, they look like they look like a cross. And again, sorry for the movie references because I know we don't talk about that here, but they look yeah. like a cross between Johnny Five and Eve from Wally. I don't Actually, know what either one Wally, of those things are. If Wally and Eve had a baby, it would be you, one of these delivered. Oh, you've lost me. That's right. I don't know what that's you're right. saying. Yeah. I would I would send you the link later to it, but I know you don't watch it because you don't like movies too much. But no, yeah. I don't. Yeah, yeah I read books. I, and I think that came from Pizza Hut, by the way, from the Book It program. Like, I just that's what I do with my free time. Oh, fair enough. I've only yeah. I've only seen Wally because of my kids that I have in this universe. I might watch it every once in a while. I'll watch something that's in the Criterion collection. And I saw that they're adding Wally. So maybe. Maybe if I want to watch, um, oh, you know, okay, okay, yeah. okay, but well, fair uh, enough, fair enough. Yeah. But I had I had to show it to my two boys, um, uh, Marty and John Lars. <laughs> How is John Lars? I know he was Not acting good. out. Of, he was yeah, he was acting out in school a lot. I heard you know, so I know we can talk about yeah, it off yeah, the air. Yeah, you know, act all, we'll talk, I don't want to put his business out there, but you yeah, know, yeah. N- not, not good. And it isn't, it, it isn't anything. Um, it isn't anything that can, um, uh, really be remedied. No, in and any I know sort you, of conventional you had, way. Like I'm calling it an exorcist. Basically. No, you and Julia have tried everything and you guys are amazing parents, but, um, yeah, I just like, I don't know. You know, some kids are just like that, I guess sometimes. 
This one is. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> they're they're about the size of a mini fridge, uh, but like laying down, you know, like if you knocked over a mini fridge and then you attached four wheels to it. Uh, that's that's about what they look like. They're white. Yep. They have yep. little uh, like LED round eyes. I get like the, the eyes are weird. I think they're supposed to make them look more human, but they creep me out because they're just circles that are their eyes. But they're these little white boxes. And like I said, I've mm-hmm. seen them around mm-hmm. L.A. and they drive around and they yeah, they deliver food. They're kind of testing them out. But yeah, this one, if you haven't seen the video, it, it was just rolling along and it hits some police tape. And there's a bunch of reporters standing around, like, watching this crime scene unfold. And one of the reporters lifts up the thing to kind of just let, I guess, to just let chaos reign. <laughs> like, And so it starts to cross the street. Sure, 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 sure. And then sure. it gets to, on the other side of the street, another thing of police tape. And that's what you were talking about, where there there's an officer who's just like, yeah, okay, I guess I'm also letting you through. Because every time it got to the police tape, it seemed confused. Like, it, it like, didn't know what to mm-hmm. do. It knew something was in front of it, so it stopped, but then it wasn't sure how to proceed, so it was just kind of stuck until someone moved the thing in front of its sensors, I guess. Right, 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 right. But yeah, it just By rolls the way, past this, like this, 10 If cops. this robot goes yeah. down this street um, in LA in 2002, it's being nuked from space. Yeah. Well, and that was, again, I saw it without context, like before all of this, like months ago. And I actually shot like a video on my phone because I had that of like, even now, now you're like, okay, because I thought maybe it was like someone had a remote control that I just didn't see or something. Like, I thought there was a person maybe controlling it 10 feet away. Maybe Comic-Con was in town and I hadn't heard or something. (laughs) But, uh. So I got a video of it before I knew what it was, because I also just felt like if I try to explain this to someone without a video, no one will have any idea what I'm talking about. No, no. They'll just be like, oh, so you guys have fun out there in L.A., huh? Douchebags. Yeah. So, but yeah, just (laughs) hilarious. Yeah. It's so funny to watch it just roll by all of the cops who just seem bewildered by it. Like this, just, you know, this little robot just contaminating pro- crime scenes. They're probably scenes. so sick of it, of like, oh god, so I'm answering another call with someone has a problem with a fucking Uber, or someone is calling to complain, like they're calling 911 about their Uber Eats order, or Postmates. Okay. And now, oh, here's a robot delivering through through my fucking crime scene. Alright, just go. Just go. Just get through here. I yeah. am so sick of this shit. <laughs> I also, can you just, like, I'm not saying to do I'm I'm definitely saying not to do this, but like if you were just on the street and you saw this robot, could you just rob it? <laughs> like could you just take the food out of it? <laughs> Maybe the robot Ooh, was reporting nuggies. a crime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably could. You probably could. Although it's LA, right? So it'd be like, oh look, here's a ooh, subpar pastrami sandwich. I'll have that. <laughs> Yes, yes, you know, that's fair. It's uh, those are the shots that I will take because you're right. The food in LA is not as good as the food in Baltimore. That's we all know it and I accept that. Mm, mm, that oh, that that <laughs> that little glint in your eye? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> making a making my East Coast heart race a little bit. I feel like I'm going to lash out right now. <laughs> I do to your point earlier though about like if I I you know I I don't eat meat anymore but I do I miss those chicken boxes sometimes and I miss yeah, crab feast yeah, those are the yeah. two that they're yep. never far yep. they're never far from my mind and nobody here knows what either of those things are and I you know yes. Royal Farms chicken or you know crabs and, that you bought in lo- a paper bag and look the um. The the Latinx com- community in Baltimore, which is uh, very diverse, but also um, uh, primarily uh, Salvadorian and Ecuadorian, make great food, great food. And I've had great Latin food at a lot of places. But those fucking L.A. tacos, I swear to God, I, yeah. dr- I wish I had never eaten a taco in L.A. Because the, the worst th- one is the best taco I've had in any other city. No, that's exactly what I was going to say. The crazy thing about L.A. is you could literally walk up to any taco stand anywhere, yeah. having never been there, having just on faith, and it'll be delicious. Like, they're always delicious. 
Yeah. Are they good? Yeah. Um, be- because I'm all, you know, I'm, I'm usually like a carne asada fucking chorizo guy or something, but the, the veggie taco is good. Yeah. I had one from one stand that was just, it was like, I, I think I asked them to make, you know, something without meat and they ended up, it was like just, uh, rice and beans. And I, you know, like a couple other things thrown in. It was very simple, like whatever they made, but it no. was so huh? good. Like the rice was so yeah. good and the beans are so oh, good. Like, yeah. Uh, but they're delicious. Also, mm. my favorite uh, place is Kogi, which uh, they do the they do the Korean barbecue tacos. But they have a like a tofu one that that is really good as well that I really like. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. And it's listen, not, look, and li- I'm I'm gonna be honest. It is nowhere near as good as the short rib. Uh, like I'm just okay. gonna be honest with you. <laughs> but it's okay. Still so you're very not good. you're not fooling yourself. <laughs> no, it's not. It, it, by no means, if you've ever had the short rib, uh, should you think that it's gonna be the same? But if you've never had yeah. it and this, you, you've only been like meatless your whole life, but look, we keep talking about people who don't eat meat, and we gotta Ooh. get. To Ethan's corner, uh, as you all know, longtime listeners, our buddy Ethan. We went to high school with him. Uh, he's been a lifelong vegan as long as we know him. He was a great resource when I decided to stop eating meat. Like that's who I hit up, you know. And he's he's such a cool guy. He, you know, we grew up in Southern Maryland, where you know a lot of hunting in the culture. He hates hunting. He hates all of that. You know, he's he's an animal lover. And uh, such a gentle soul. Uh, and he's, he's a funny guy, too. He has one of those, like, beards with no mustache, you know? Like, that's his look. Uh, and so, that's Ethan. Such a cool guy. He And we always try to He's the first the guy who made me aware of, um, he made me aware of PETA for the first time. I didn't even know what that organization was, but he was such, um, he stumped for him for so long that I actually got to learn who PETA was. Yeah, no, he, he always, yeah, everything, if you ever want to know what's up with PETA, that's the first person I ask is Ethan. Like, he's, he's on the, the mailing list, like, he'll, he'll fill you in. You know, he's a, he donates, uh, I think, a significant portion of his paycheck to them every month and his time if i'm not and mistaken. his time yeah which i think is more valuable too absolutely but, yeah a guy who's passionate like him yeah uh but uh so we we like to kind of spotlight a vegan thing for him as a little shout out to our friend uh and i saw this story which is uh taco bell has announced they are launching a beyond carne asada steak quesadilla uh with beyond meat which we all know he loves, he says it's just the same as regular meat. He loves any kind of fake meat products. So I knew he's going to be first in line uh, to try the Beyond Carne Asada quesadilla. I think it's a great call because just, just because you don't eat meat doesn't mean you don't get to enjoy the flavor of meat in your dishes. Yeah, it's if you... It's the same. Like, that's the thing is like, we all want the same things. We all like these fast food dishes. And so Beyond Meat is just like regular meat. And, you know, if you want carne asada, this is a great way to have it if you don't eat meat. I think I think it's terrific. I think it's a terrific idea. Um, Man, I like that Mexican pizza. (laughs) Also, by the way, uh, so I didn't mention this part. It's going to be. Uh, they're going to start testing it in Dayton, Ohio, starting October 13th. And this is the coolest part. Going to be the same cost as the regular. Uh, and also, they said it's going to be in the quesadilla. But if you want it, anything you want to substitute for. So anything on the menu that has steak, you can have beyond steak instead. Uh, so if you're for like the same Ethan, price for the same price. So if you were like Fair. Ethan, if you were like Ethan. Get in line to get your Beyond Steak quesadilla. And Ethan, if you're listening, please call us up. We gave the number out earlier. Let us know when you try it, because I know you're going to drive to Ohio to try this in your electric car. And I think Ohio is the perfect place to test the market for this particular product. The Midwest is notoriously (laughs) conscious about what they put in their body. (laughs) I think that maybe it's Ohio because it's like, you know, if it doesn't work, if people don't like it, they'll be like, oh, it's Ohio. No one will believe that they <laughs> yeah, not why, why tell set them. yourself up for failure. I really don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so I 
I thought that was interesting. Uh, and and Taco Bell has a surprisingly high number of vegetarian and vegan options as well. Oh, and can- yeah. Actually, you know what? All joking aside, their um their potato option instead of meat, they'll do like a seasoned potato option. It's yeah. actually not bad. Like it's, no, it's not pretty like, good. Is yeah. it as good as the seasoned beef? No, but it is decent, man. Like ab- absolutely decent. Well, and as we've always said, too, I mean, you're you're taking it on faith as much as I love Taco Bell, that that beef is beef <laughs> and not 80 percent salt. Truth. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Yeah, uh, it's a, actually it's like if I didn't I don't know if I didn't eat red meat, for example, and someone said, would you like the you know, we're you know, all we have is Taco Bell. Would you like the the chicken? Or the potato. I'm taking that potato. Yeah. Ten times out of ten. I'm not eating no Taco Bell chicken. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I don't think. Don't order the chicken. Like, don't. Yeah. I. Please do not do that. I'm not here. I'm not going to. I'm not in charge of your life. But do not order the Taco Bell chicken, please. How funny would it be if the Beyond uh, carne asada turns out to be the exact same thing they've been serving? That it's just, just being honest about it. This is also not real steak. So. Yeah. Yeah. What are you guys complaining about? We've been serving you yoga mats for 30 years. (laughs) Oh, man. But everybody, thank you so much for listening uh, to another edition of the Fast and the Foodiest. As always, you can hit us up, call us, email us, uh, whatever you want to share your thoughts. What have you eaten this week that you enjoyed? We always love to hear about it. And remember. Order everything. Family. Hobo Radio is a production of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. We have to ask. It's a podcast where we answer the question, are you going to eat that? What will you leave behind? Why get out of bed? Will you be our neighbor? I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. We're two hosts. Infinite Universes. We We Have have to Ask. ask. New interviews every Tuesday. Find us on iTunes or online at wehavetoask.com or with the other great podcasts on the Peaksloth Network at peaksloth.com. Peaksloth.